You are now in tune to a 726 studio production. <laughs> yeah, let me stop my shit. Yo, what's up? And welcome back to another episode of Planet Josh. So for today, I want to talk about basketball. So I guess you can say that this episode is kind of dedicated to all the hoopers out there, specifically those from Belize and Taiwan, because we're based on the fact that those are the two countries that I've lived in. So if you've been following the podcast all up to this point, you already know that I had a previous episode that I talked about sports in general. And if you haven't heard it as yet, you can go ahead and check it out. It's episode number three, and it's titled More Than a Game. So for those of you who know me, you know that I only really play basketball. I mean, I do play other sports for fun, but basketball is the only one I've really played in tournaments and that sort of stuff in recent years. So for this episode, I just want to talk about my enjoyment of basketball through the years, all the way up to, you know, being here in Taiwan and my experience in regards to basketball. So yeah, it is my favorite sport to play and also one of my favorites to watch. Not necessarily my most favorite sport to watch, but it's up there. So I grew up watching games and when I was a kid, I didn't really fully understand the rules and all that stuff, but I was a fan nonetheless. My brother was a huge Shaq fan at the time, and that's the reason I became a Lakers fan. And you know, despite the fact that Shaq was so dominant, probably the most dominant player to ever step foot on a court, I ended up becoming a Kobe fan. I don't know why, but there was just something about Kobe that drew me in. And that admiration of Kobe's game just grew as the years went by. I would sometimes be in my yard shooting by myself, playing against imaginary defense, and I would have my countdowns, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and you know, I try to win these imaginary games, or I force overtime, whatever it may be, I made up the scenarios in my head, because well, that's what I saw Kobe do regularly, you know, hitting those clutch shots. Or I would be in the classroom shooting paper balls in a trash bin, fading away, yelling Kobe, you know, buckets. And, you know, he was just that influential. And to this day, I will always say that he's my GOAT. So, I think most people know what the term GOAT means. But for those of you that don't, it means greatest of all time. Sure, Michael Jordan existed. Magic. LeBron. And so many other great players. But I would always choose Kobe over them 10 out of 10 times. So, yeah, that was pretty much my life as a fan of basketball. All about Kobe, the Black Mamba, Vino, a cold-blooded killer on the court. You know what's crazy is that I grew up not really having any friends that were Kobe fans. Sure, some of them would acknowledge his greatness, but most of them were LeBron fans, and I had one friend that just happened to be a Melo fan. So, I was basically always going up against everyone. And when I was in high school, I even had a classmate that just didn't like Kobe. Like, she wasn't a big basketball fan like that, but she just didn't like Kobe. So, whenever they lost a game, the next day in class, she would be rubbing it in my face. But like I said in my episode, More Than a Game... I would always be ready to argue and defend Kobe and the Lakers, well, because that was my favorite team and my favorite player, so I'm going down swinging, if you want to put it like that. So yeah, um, after I graduated from high school and started studying at the University of Belize, that was when my connection to basketball started to, you know, to fizzle away and fall apart. I didn't have that much interest in playing, and I wouldn't watch it as much as I used to in the past. And honestly, to this day, it is still sort of like that, but I know I still love the game. Just that I won't be investing that much time into wanting to play or watching games as I used to. So I got to Taiwan in 2018. And that was really when I started getting to play basketball more regularly once again. And honestly, it's not even that much. But it's for sure more than what I was doing while I was back home. 
Well, with the exception of 2016, when we used to work out daily when I was in PG. You know, shout out to Coach Raymond Sanchez, or as people in my town know him, Spy or Spino. You know, I really enjoyed being out on the court daily to put in the work back in those days. It was an enjoyable experience with my bros. So yeah, um, when I got to Taiwan, I regained interest in basketball for the mere fact that at my school, there was a competition between the different departments. For me, if I have something to look forward to, you know, like a competition to play in, I get motivated rather than, you know, just playing at a park for fun. I mean, I'm not playing professionally, but at least I have a competition to play in, you know, whistle blown, all that sort of stuff. So besides having that competition to look forward to, another Belizean came to the school with me. And honestly, if it's up to him, he would play daily more than once per day. And so since we came here together and we live together, I would tend to go out to the courts with him and then I go and play. I still do that to this day. So yeah, shout out to my guy, Ja. So now when it comes to watching games, being in Taiwan kind of makes me not want to watch games because of the time difference. And well, most Lakers games do happen while I'm awake, but it happens while I have a class. And you know, like back home on Sundays, we have those early afternoon games. Well, that's basically in the middle of the night here. And I don't want to be up all night just to watch a game. So it is kind of discouraging to watch games at those times when I'm already used to watching it at around maybe seven or eight at night. So yeah, when it comes to watching it, I started to take up watching the local league here in Taiwan. In my first year, I watched a lot of SBL, Super Basketball League, because a friend of mine invited me to a game and it just so happened that a Belizean American was playing on a team out here. And his name is Charles Garcia. So if you're a Belizean and you don't know him, look him up. He's a pretty damn good player. I think most of the Taiwanese that watch basketball here know his name. After I made that connection with Chuck, you know, he's become like a big bro to me. He would always hook me up with tickets, so I was basically at SBL Games weekly. I'm always there, you know. I don't miss. Then the following season, his team changed from the local league and they went into a regional league called the SCN Basketball League, ABL. And I also continued to watch those games, even up to the point when I went back home to Belize for a winter break. You know, when you're still adjusting from all that jet lag, I was up early. And in general, I was up fairly early, so I would always be watching those games where it was at maybe at like 6 a.m. in the morning. And then we fast forward to this past season with the newly formed P-League. I for sure was just locked in, you know, following it because my bro is playing and I just enjoy watching the games. And to be honest, the P-League is on the come up. I kind of enjoyed watching those games more than watching the NBA. And going to those games is a nice vibe. For my people back home who are wondering, I can honestly say that the level of the competition here, I think, is higher than that of the NBA. And I mean no disrespect by saying that, but it is what it is. Like, take for example, the quality of the imports. These guys that come into Belize, they're pretty good, but, you know, they're not that well known on the grand scheme of things. But one example I have from Taiwan here is that of OJ Mayo. And, well, I think if you watch NBA a lot, you know who OJ Mayo is. And he played in Taiwan for maybe two years while I was here. I got the chance to meet him, thanks to Chuck. And he's a pretty cool guy, but yeah. Just that talent level is way different when it comes to the import. So, you know, that alone raises the level of the league. So now besides watching the game, it now brings me to a question that someone had asked me around the time that I had just started the IG page for the podcast. And I posted a story asking for suggestions of, you know, stuff people would want me to talk about and that sort of stuff. And they asked, what do I think of playing with people here in Taiwan? And I would say it's enjoyable. It's fun. Like, I just believe that people have this belief that Asians aren't as good in basketball. 
But to those people, I just want to say that you are wrong. Now, I'm not saying that every court I go to, it's really a challenge, but I have encountered some pretty good hoopers along the way. And one conclusion that I've come to is I think that Taiwanese players are generally quick. Not saying fast, right, but just quick. And when you're on the court and you're quick, it's a good little skill to have. So um, they all have this quick first step. Not all, but most of them. So like you got to stay on your toes when defending them or you're going to be left behind. So let's take big guys, for example. And when I say big guy, I don't mean tall. I just mean in body. So back home, when you see a big guy on the court, more often than not, you're going to think that they're going to use their body against you or at most just shoot. But here, they also have that little quick first step. And because their body is bigger than you, they can get past you and they use that weight to their advantage as well. But like I said, they have that quickness which catches you off guard. And because when we look at these guys and we don't think they're going to be fast, it's going to be a slow paced game, but now nah, they're all ready to go. So in terms of their play style, I would say it's basically a run and gun. You know, you get up and down the court pretty fast and you shoot a lot of threes. Now, back in my interview with Jarrell, he compared the styles of Belize and Guatemala, saying that Guatemala is slower and more fundamentally sound, while Belize is faster and more athletic. Now, when I look at comparing Taiwan and Belize, I would still give Belize the nod in terms of athleticism and physicality, but the Taiwanese are definitely able to get up and down the court much faster and they take a lot more threes than we do back in Belize. One thing that is actually kind of funny to me is when I go out to play at these different courts is the way how they level up when they play against a foreigner. And I'm not the only person that can attest to this, like basically any foreigner can tell you this. So you would get to a court and you know you see these guys playing and you're looking at them and you're like, okay. This should be like an easy game, not necessarily easy, but not as challenging as you expect it to be. And so the moment you step on the court as a foreigner, you're wrong because for some reason, these guys just level up when they see a foreigner on the court. Like you could be watching them. They miss a million times when you're watching them. But the moment you get on the court, they won't miss a thing. I don't know if it's something with pride because you're representing her like, you know what? Gotta prove to you guys that Taiwanese are good, Asians can play. I guess it's like that, I don't know, but that's just the way it is. And it's something I can say that I see consistent across whatever court I go to, whatever part of Taipei I end up going to play for today. And lastly, in regards to playing at public courts, is that you will almost always only be playing three on three. Back home, more often than not, we only start off with three on three to get warmed up, or if we don't have enough people, and then, you know, when guys start coming in and we have enough to play five on five, we switch it over to that and we go to full court. Whereas here, it's rare to see them play five on five. Like I've done it a couple times before, but it's not that much that I can honestly count it on one hand the amount of times I've played five on five at a public court. So now let's look at playing for my department team. You know, it has been a fun experience so far, especially due to the fact that before we were enrolled here at Mingchuan, like we in terms of all the guys that started the same year as me, my department, International College, or IC for short, was basically always the last place team. And we changed that to the point where everyone knows that we are one of the top two or three teams here at school. Unfortunately, we have yet to get a first place, but we're working on it. I hope I can get it in my last year, you know, because last semester I could have probably gotten it, but the semester got cut short thanks to COVID. So yeah. Um, when it comes to me personally, I don't consider myself to be a star player by no means, but I am a guy who is able to play his role as best as possible. Whereas I played on different teams growing up and 
I've always had a specific rule and I've always tried my best to get it done pretty good. And well, that brings me back to people from back home. They tend to think that playing these guys out here is a cakewalk. And honestly, I just want to say stop that shit. It's annoying. I've had too many times where I post pictures on my IG story, pictures, clips of people tagging me in it. I just repost whatever it may be. And some guys I know would reply like, oh, I would dominate that league. Oh, so easy. And then when last semester I got like this little award for most blocks in the season, they saw it. They were like, what? You play defense? I don't remember you playing defense. What's up with that? And blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I get tired of hearing all these different comments. Like, keep it to yourself, please. Like, don't get me wrong. The department league we play in here at school is by no means an NBA. The competition isn't out of this world. But it is still competitive at the end of the day. And it's nice to play in. And them just acting like, oh, I could just do whatever I want out here is very dismissive of the capabilities of the guys that I'm playing against. Like they always say, if you don't have anything good to say, just keep it to yourself because you saying that or whatever. But someone else from another country can be like, oh, that league they're playing in, I can dominate that too. So there will always be someone that can say they can dominate what you're playing in. So it's just best to keep it to yourself and shut up with your stupid comments. No one really wants to hear them. And it makes me feel kind of reluctant to post my stuff because I don't want to hear any BS talk about it. Like, bro, just watch it and go past the story or, I don't know, say something good if you want to. At the end of the day, what effect does it have on you to pass those comments? Like, why do you even want to do it? And I feel it just goes back to this whole Belizean thing of loving to belittle what another person is doing. And it's kind of stupid, but it's just the way we are, you know. It's a crab in a bucket mentality where it's they see you trying to go up they will always try to pull you down and i try my best to not have negativity in my life but sometimes it's just kind of hard to stay away from it as much as you try but i'd say all in all basketball has been a positive part of my life for the most part you know making friends learning new things learning discipline through the game so it has definitely done more positive in my life than it has done negative. And sometimes I wonder about, you know, when I graduate from school, because right now I play more often because of the department team. And I start thinking, like, when I graduate, will I stop playing or will I play more? Or am I just going to be that older guy on the court coming out of, you know, quote unquote retirement and trying to play again and play like total shit? And it makes me wonder what will happen with basketball in my life later on. Because, you know, I don't always have that motivation to want to go and play. But then I start thinking, like, you know what? When you love something, you always find your way back to it somehow. I don't know why. Like, no matter how many breaks I've taken from basketball, I've never gotten to the point where it's like, okay, I don't ever want to play it again. It's just like, I just don't feel like playing it at the moment. And that's fine. That's about it. Basketball is a beautiful game. I'm telling you guys, like, there's always something to enjoy about it. Whether it's a crossover, a big dunk, a block, a three-pointer, a buzzer beater, whatever it may be, there's so many different facets to the game that can get you excited and get you up and going and pumped up for it. So the last thing I really want to say about basketball before I finish off this episode is to the guys that play it seriously, that want to have a career in it, you know. Like I said, watching the leagues out here are pretty fun to watch and the level of play is pretty high. 
you know, not as high as NBA level because the NBA is the top tier and that's what everyone is aiming for. But sometimes, you know, try to be realistic. Not everyone can make it to the NBA. So many millions of people are trying to make it. And it doesn't mean that if you never make it to the NBA that you're not going to be successful in the sport because there are so many different leagues out there that will give you that success and will be able to provide you with a salary, you know, for you to live that life and get paid for what you love doing. Because at the end of the day, we all want to get paid for what we enjoy doing. I don't know what it is that I necessarily want to get paid for as yet, but if you know that sports in general is something you want, go for it. Put in the work. I know we come from a place in Belize where more often than not, there's a lot of negativity surrounding people who want to be athletes just because it's not possible to do it in our country. But you're not limited to only playing in Belize, you know. The world is big and opportunities aren't as small as we think they are. We just look at it from a small scale and that's why we limit ourselves and we think that it won't ever be possible. But think global, you know, think big because, you know, there's no limit to what you can do when you have a dream and you have a work ethic. You just got to go for it. And well, before you leave this episode, I will be doing this as often as possible to just make a reminder to you guys out there. Please press the subscribe button on whatever it is that you're listening to this podcast on. And for the Apple Podcast listeners, drop a five-star rating to help me get the podcast out there. You know, share it with your friends, put it on your stories, whatever it may be. Send it to your friends if you enjoyed it. I don't know. Just put it out there. And as always, feel free to drop topics that you would want me to get into. I would try my best to get into them. But so far, there's not that much that I've been suggested to get into. So it's just 100% me right now. So yeah, and also for social media, follow Planet Josh on Instagram at underscore Planet Josh underscore and follow me on Twitter at J underscore Mamba 97. I will be placing the links in the description to make it easier for you guys to find these pages. And as always, thank you for taking the time out to tune in and to listen to it all. I will be catching you guys on the next episode where I hope to have a guest. So yeah, until then, peace. Peace.